Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Wednesday, May 3rd. Logos and Rema. Today's scripture reading is found in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verses 11-14 through 14, from the Message Translation, which is uh, just a slight wee bit adapted. Get the word out. Teach all these things. And don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach believers with your life, by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, by integrity. Stay at your post, reading scripture, giving counsel, teaching. And that special gift of ministry you were given through a prophetic word when the leaders of the church laid hands on you and prayed, keep that dusted off and in use. This is God's word. And now this is Craig's word. The New Testament uses two Greek terms to describe the word of God, logos and rhema. Logos refers to the written word of God found in the Bible, as in Hebrews 4.12. It is also used to describe the living word of God found in Jesus, John 1.1. These are the expressions of God's word we've explored so far in this book. That would be his book, How to Hear God, which you have at our reading, yes? Jesus, chapter 1, and the Bible, chapters 2 and 3. But the other word, prema, describes the spoken word of God expressed in prophecy, 1 Corinthians 2.13. And this is where we turn our attention now, seeking to understand, receive, and handle this gift in our own lives today. Many of the passages we traditionally apply to the Bible actually refer to prophetic utterance. For instance, in the wilderness, Jesus tells Satan, man shall not live on bread alone, but on every rhema that comes from the mouth of God, Matthew 4.4. What's more, the original Greek word translated here as comes from is ekparuomeno, which literally means speech continually coming out from the mouth of the Lord. Jesus is saying that we are sustained not just by studying the things God has said in the past, as revealed in the Bible, Logos, but also by feeding on the things God is continually speaking to us here and now. Rhema. Once again, this is Pete Craig from his book, How to Hear God, pages 112 and 113. Get the book, read it. You're running out of time, people. And now this is Mike's word. This is a sound and helpful distinction between Logos and Rhema. With Logos, think big picture. Word is in the entire set of Encyclopedia Britannica as opposed to the Rhema of one specific entry. Logos is the vast, all-encompassing word spanning the universe in which the ultimate and transcendent meaning is found, as opposed to the specific utterance of this brief line of text during this specific moment, in this specific time and place. Logos is cosmic. Rhema is the view through a one-inch picture frame. Here are a few additional examples of Rhema that may prove helpful. Peter remembered the Rhema of Jesus that before the rooster crowed, he would deny him three times. Matthew 27, 65. And Mary said, Behold, 
the handmaid of the Lord, let it be to me according to your rhema. Luke 1.38 Simeon says after seeing the infant Jesus, Lord, now you let your servant depart in peace according to your rhema. Luke 2.29 During the high priesthood of Annas and Caiaphas, the rhema of God came to John, the son of Zacharias, in the wilderness. Luke 3.2 So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the rhema of God. Romans 10.17 And take up the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the rhema of God. Ephesians 6.17 Note, isn't it comforting to know that the sword of the Spirit we must wield is not the voluminous logos of all 66 books of the Bible, at least by our count. Rather, it is the divine rhema spoken in this moment, for this time, this situation, this company. And then one last one. The rhema of the Lord endures forever. And this is the rhema that by the gospel was preached to you. 1 Peter 1.25 But note, isn't it likewise instructive that we aren't necessarily charged with preaching the full voluminous logos of all 66 books of the Bible, but rather the divine rhema spoken in this moment to this individual as she needs to hear it? Yes, passionately, vigorously engaged with the full library of the 66, but cultivate proficiency in hearing and delivering the rhema of the moment, rather than dumping a load of books on them. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what is the most meaningful prophetic word, rhema, ever spoken over you? Or are you still waiting for one? How do you square the divine logos contained in a closed canon of scripture with ongoing expression of the divine rhema through prophetic words? How do we balance the two without one undermining the other? I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy, also your daughters. Your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I'll even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. Lord, I believe this. I receive this. Let me not be gullible when others speak, but let me not be cynical either. Let me trust that you indeed still speak actively, presently, directly, dynamically, through men and women, through young and old, through religious and irreligious, through educated and uneducated, through swelling intellect, and yes, even through an ass, as you did to Balaam of old, in so doing restraining the madness of the prophet. Let me not shush your holy breath yet moving in the world, and let me not be fooled by every whiff of bad breath that would pass itself off as you. Speak, Lord. Your servant, your son, your daughter is listening. To your mercies. <laughs>